Is there a junk food version of happiness? Oh, you bet there is. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, unlocking your happiness. And we're going to talk about in this episode about something that most of us have engaged in or are engaging in at least once in our lifetime. Why? Because we're human and it happens and we grow up in a society surrounded by other human beings. And we're talking about junk food happiness. Now, give me a moment before I, so I explain what that is. If you think about what junk food is and how it affects your body, it's a little bit no, it's a lot like that, actually. <laughs> Junk food is, in the long term, is not good for you. Yet, despite that, most of us, every once in a while, wouldn't mind partaking in some junk food here and there. A little chip here and there. A little bit of candy here and there. Okay, In moderation, okay, we, we understand the consequences of consuming that. However, if we're not aware long-term consumption of junk food has some dire impact on our entire well-being. Junk food happiness is really no different. Another way to describe junk food happiness is called single-sided happiness. In other words, it's endeavors that give you the perception of happiness but it's really not because it's single-sided. It's the only person that is actually serving a temporary state of happiness is the individual, is you. Single-sided happiness is when nothing, nobody, nothing in the world, nobody in the world is experiencing a happiness or can appreciate that happiness except you and maybe a few choice others. It is often experienced in groups where there is the misery loves company type of dynamic. Birds of a feather that flock together in a negative way. So that's what single-sided happiness is. Happiness is for, it's good only for that one individual and it's no good for the people around. It's no good for the planet. It's no good for anybody else. What's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is what, what we like to use, the Hawaiian word pono, right? Pono meaning it's good for you, it's good for those that you love and care about, it's good for the planet. And of course, the goal is to, when you are trying to achieve this, or when you're working towards achieving this lifestyle of happiness, that you are striving for a lifestyle of pono happiness. Happiness that is not just good for you, it's good for those that you love and care about, good for those that you work with, and it's also good for the planet. So those decisions that you make to create those states of happiness have that type of a nice ripple effect. That then in turn creates a sustainable happiness, and not only that, a type of happiness that is then supported by the ones that you love and care about, and the world and the planet around you. Who wouldn't want that? Yet despite that, the quick fist, and this is, think about why we reach for junk food in general. It's quick, it's easy, it's kind of like a comfort thing in the moment. But then you don't feel so good afterwards a lot of times if you engage in too much of that. I mean, we see a lot of that, what's going on in the world. Another way to describe junk food happiness is through these following words or these following behavior patterns, okay? Uh, vindictiveness is one thing. 
Okay, vindictive type of behavior, seeking justice. Oh, yeah, seeking justice in the form of revenge. Okay, in other words, seeking justice as a detriment to the other person, eye for an eye, justifiable revenge, so to speak. Okay, in a very harsh form. Okay, junk. That's that's a type of. These are the types of things that are junk food happenings where we're doing things, and we see a lot of that's what's going on in the world. And more recently, the reason what inspired this was me observing a lot of the social media trends that are going on right now. Also known as, you know, one example is like the cancel culture that's going on. Right now in the world at the time of this recording, junk food happiness is actually not true happiness. It may feel like that in the moment. It may feel like that when feeling justified. It's a justification piece, right? Validation. It's like a drug and a dopamine hit. Like, haha, yes, I'm so happy that that happened to that person. I'm so happy that it happened that way. But what it does is it goes against it goes against the optimal nature of self. Think about again when we eat junk food in life. It feels good in the moment. It feels like it's totally worth it. But in excess, it eventually starts to affect our lives in a negative way. When someone catches themselves saying they're happy at the detriment of somebody else, that they're happy and they got what they quote unquote deserved, which was something that is something you wouldn't wish on your own, you know, self or friends and family, people that you love and care about, then being happy about that is called junk food happiness. It is not true happiness. It's a temporary drug and dopamine hit, and it often leaves us feeling empty afterwards. Doing that, it often leaves us feeling like we've challenged our own morality, our challenged our own value systems. And if you don't have the value system morality that is challenging, it makes us question what kind of values and morals we actually do have. The reason why that happens is because within our body there are what we call nuclear forces, and if we go back to learning physics and chemistry and everything like that, and what we learn about that, nuclear forces are necessary as part of um, you know the the dynamics of cell regeneration, pro- power processing, energy processing when we eat, and conversion up to ATP and all those different things. Nuclear forces exist in all aspects of living organisms. Studies show. Okay, including the studies that we have with our patented human assessment technology that I do in my day job. <laughs> studies show that they actually have an impact. These nuclear forces that exist within us actually have an impact on our motivation levels, on our energy levels, and more importantly, our behavior patterns based on how healthy those nuclear forces are. When those nuclear forces within us are supported in the right way. Happiness ensues. In other words, happiness naturally occurs because the nuclear forces are optimized. They're being supported. Nuclear forces are there to help keep us moving forward in life as long as we are alive. Only time nuclear forces don't exist within us is when we're not alive anymore. And depending on how well we're taking care of them, it it impacts our behavior patterns. And so one could say our new internal nuclear forces need to be fed. And what we found in our work is that they can be fed in the strength, or they can be fed in the weak state. In other words, they can be fed good, organic, clean, healthy food, or we could feed it junk food. 
Junk food happiness decisions or decisions to create a junk states of junk food happiness has a tendency to feed our internal nuclear forces in the weak side of it, which then impacts our ability to maintain strong states of happiness and long-term states of happiness. So though in that moment we may feel justified, and this is what happens when people engage in toxic environments where they're constantly seeking justification at the detriment of others, constantly seeking revenge and holding on to that energy, so to speak, holding that to intention, spending, committing their life to doing those types of things, it actually takes a toll not only on your states of happiness, but eventually takes a toll on your entire existence as a human being. The reason why certain cultures, such as the Hawaiian culture, incorporate and teach this to generations of their own people like down the road, like the concept of being pono, and what we like to say in this, in the context of this podcast, pono happiness, is to help us help remind us about making the best choices so that we become better stewards of the planet, if you will. So a question may come up says, well, wait, I'm taking full ownership. I do find myself every once in a while or often doing single-sided happiness activities, junk food happiness, engaging in that you know, doing what I can and, you know, feeling justified about it, but then I feel, don't feel so good. So I have to keep getting one dopamine hit after another. It's like a drug. I keep going back to it. I can't help it. It's a behavior pattern. I get it. It happens. You know, it's the same thing happens with junk food. You know, I have a couple of junk food devices. I love chips. I love fries, you know, and I do also recognize that after a certain point by having too much of it, I don't feel so good afterwards. And then I have to deal with the consequences of over-engaging in junk food. When I was younger growing up, junk food happiness was a commonplace for me. You know, I was always going out there. It felt like I was going out to battle for happiness. And, you know, I would get to, you know, certain levels of justification for that junk food happiness. And then looked around and kind of like took a step back. And I said, God, I really am not happy in life. A lot of the work that I do with students and clients is, hey, hey, when that pops up, it's like, is that supportive of your goal? Is it a good place to have that type of perspective? And if the answer is no, then there's a chance that you are engaging in junk food happiness. So wait, how do I, the question may be, wait, how do I, how do I shift that? How do I move myself away from that? And like all things that we discuss here, it's really quite simple. Is it and remember, simple is not always easy, and it takes rehearsal. And that's why it's nice to kind of be able to have access to pro programs or podcasts or resources such as the Hayes Way podcast so that you can go back and remind yourself over and over again the importance of maintaining and consciously creating new habits and behavior patterns to support what it is that you truly want in life. So the solution is simple. Okay? If you find yourself and you can take ownership of the fact that you are engaging in a less than moderate amount of junk food happiness, okay, I'm not saying that, you know, You'll never do it again. And if the goal is to get to a point where you're not getting, when you don't no longer engage in junk food happiness and you are very much 
integrated or hardwired Pono happiness in your life, so to speak, then great. So it's simple. It's about developing, setting an intention and creating a habit to checking in with yourself on the decisions that you are making. Now, definitely consider yourself as part of the equation, just not only yourself when it comes to making decisions around happiness. If you truly want to create long-term sustainable happiness, be willing to be, as I say, pono with your happiness. Checking with yourself, if you're about to make a decision that will give you that dopamine hit, so to speak, and you know it's going to give you that, then ask yourself, take a step back and ask yourself, is this good for me? Yes. Is this good for the ones that I love and care about and the people around me and the people that my audience, if, you have a, if you're an entrepreneur and you have a business and the audience that I, that, that I support, is it good for all those people in my life and beyond? Good. And the answer is yes. Great. And the last is is this decision also good for the planet? And you follow the ripple effects of your decisions out as far as you can on a planetary level, on a universal level, and see if it's in alignment with that. If it's good for you, is it good for the ones that you love and care about? Is it good for the people in your community? And is it good for the planet? And if it's yes across the board, then that's a pretty good start. Now, again, the concept is simple. Asking yourself those questions is simple. Is it, the, is it always the easiest thing to do? No, not at all. But that commitment, that investment in figuring that out is going to pay you such dividends down the road that eventually you will shift the entire internal ecosystem of nuclear forces that are working to start firing on all cylinders and then happiness starts coming in easier. It starts to happen naturally. And I think that's good enough for this episode. If you got some good nuggets of not junk food happiness, but maybe pono happiness-inducing inspiration, remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose pono happiness you care about. Right? That's part of that Pono piece, right? Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels or visit me at heyitsway.com. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, choose Pono happiness. <laughs>